Thank you guys. Welcome to Titan Talk Tuesday with me, John Seal, and founder of Titan Medical Center. I'm here for you guys every week um, to break down different things from the therapy of the week, bring up different health topics, answer your questions about Titan Medical Center therapies or different things that you guys want to know, maybe how to gain lean muscle, lose weight quicker, better sleep, better skin, elasticity, better performance in the bedroom. Whatever you're trying to accomplish, Titan Medical Center can help you guys nationwide feel better, look better, perform better. Hormone replacement therapy, medical weight loss, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, rejuvenation detox, libido enhancers, peptide therapies, blood work, everything, nationwide service, at your guys' fingertips, very simple and easy to do, everything. So let's get into it. And big shout out to everybody that's joining me in. Barry Nash, Rare Bale on uh, TikTok, Shauna Purcell, Jose Hernandez, D21 Morse, Kurt813, Cradle to the Grave, Dr. Filo, uh, Michelle, how you doing? The Latin Vegan. Hey, B. Cansey, what's going on? Louis Barrios, CrossFit Ronnie. Uh, and I'm going to uh, go into all these different questions. Whatever you guys have, please shoot them out for me. All right, so let's get into it and let's start talking about it. And if you guys have any questions about these different things or you have questions for yourself, shoot them out to me. But let's get into it. So let's talk about MK677. So MK677, Ibutamorin, is the therapy of the week. Now, with peptides, right? I just want to be very clear and open and honest with you guys. Listen, the FDA did put these scheduled peptides on Schedule 2, and they're not supposed to be getting compounded. These pharmacies out there are still doing it. Um, so we're servicing our patients as much as we possibly can. So please don't be upset that peptides are still around, because once they go, they're going to probably be gone forever, or you know, until they try to bring them back or whatever may happen. But for right now, we're good to go. So let's utilize these things for our benefits while we still got them. Let's talk about MK677, Ibutamorin. So this one's really a good one for a lot of different reasons. Um, it can help in a lot of different ways for different people too, right? So when we talk about MK677, Ibutamorin, we talk about what it is. So it's an oral GHRH peptide therapy. And what does that mean? So it comes in a capsule and it's a GHRH peptide. So it's a growth hormone releasing hormone peptide. Um, and what does it do? So it will help increase you know, your growth hormone levels and help raise IGF-1 levels by, you know, helping you. It could be decreasing body fat. It could put on lean body mass. It could help with sleep patterns. It will also help with hunger. You have a lot of people out there that cannot get the calories in that they need because they're not hungry, right? And this will stimulate hunger beyond belief. So if you need to get those calories in to grow, if you're really looking to get lean mass, you got to be able to eat and sleep properly and get all this training and all that good stuff. This is gonna help along with that, right? It's gonna help increase appetite so you can eat more. And if you don't want the appetite, but you wanna raise IGF-1 levels and you want the better recovery and all that great stuff, and you want an oral GHRH peptide therapy, then you can take it at night, right before bed and not have to deal with any of those problems or issues and get all the benefits without any of the negative side effects or downturn of eating. Because if you're not prepared to eat, What's gonna happen is, is you're gonna eat down the house or eat things that you shouldn't be eating and it's gonna cause negative things to happen. Like, you know, bad weight gain, water retention, you know, you don't want these things. The whole point of taking these therapies, guys, is to utilize them to get all the good benefits with limited to no side effects or downside potential. So at that point, that's what we wanna do is set you up for success so you guys can do it. And big shout out to everybody joining me in. I see everybody joining me on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, wherever you guys are at. Big shout out to Eric Espoo. I got my personal page and my John Sharice page on my phone. Big shout out. So 
you know, if you guys are really looking for an oral GHRH or a growth hormone releasing hormone peptide, um, and or want to stimulate hunger, right, or want better sleep, this is going to possibly be the therapy for you, right? It's really simple and easy to do and to be able to get. All you have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork. You can do that on our website, our social media platforms, our link tree, all these different places. Fill out the new patient paperwork. We're going to give you a call. We're going to set you up with a medical consultation with our provider. You can either come in the office here in Tampa, Florida, or if you're not in the area, you can't come in. You guys can do your medical consultation via video conference that's recorded with the medical provider. Simple, easy, right down to the point. And after that, you can order this therapy and a lot of the other different therapies that there's no blood work that's required. Now, obviously, listen, I always recommend for somebody to get blood work. One, you can see where all your baseline levels are at, right? Before you start taking therapies and all that, you know where you started. So when you redo a blood test or want to follow up on a blood test to check levels, you know where you started and where you're at. And then if you need to make any changes, you've seen great you know, progress in some areas, no progress, whatever it may be, you can adapt, tweak, and then re redo your regimen so you, know, you can work in maybe some things that you weren't getting or that have been off. And that's what it's all about, really knowing what's going on inside the body to make an educated decision about what to be able to tweak or utilize to get you where you want to be or get you right. So I always recommend that, but it's not needed. So if you say, listen, I don't need that, you know, I've already had a blood test, whatever, then that's fine too. Just fill out the new patient paperwork, you'll see the medical provider, and you'll be good to go. Any questions you guys got on TikTok? Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, shoot them out to me. What's going on? Strength Dice in the house, Kaji Gus, Christina, Nazana, Jeff Timo on TikTok, Eduardo on TikTok, Bless One on TikTok. What's going on? How you guys doing? I like to keep up with you guys. I appreciate all you guys joining me on this Tuesday. Um, and, you know, Christmas is coming up this Sunday, right? God, is it this Sunday already? Wow. Christmas is coming. New Year's is coming. So, Along with New Year's, big big shout out, Roosevelt Woodard, what's going on, brother? I hope all is well. So we got New Year's coming, right? And obviously, I think the biggest thing for New Year's is resolution-wise is going to be weight loss. That's always the biggest one out of all the things I think that people ask for, for resolution-wise. So start now. Start getting on that you know, that track to get your guys where you want to go if it's weight loss or if it's a gain lean muscle mass. Maybe you want to gain 10 pounds of muscle. Well, you got to start somewhere and now is your time to get on that track because after January 1st, the gym is going to be super packed, right? Whether you like it or not. And you know what? It's not a bad thing that people are trying to get in there and get right. I know you might not get your equipment as fast as you usually get. We have to wait in line or whatever it may be, but this is ultimately a good thing because the more people that are in there, the more work that's getting done and hopefully a lot more people stick with it. And there's so many different therapies out there. I knew Titan was a natty. So um, at that point, like, you know, it, it's essential for you guys to get in there and start getting it going. And if you start doing that, you'll start getting to where you want to go a lot quicker. And that's really what it's all about, guys. So start your resolutions now, whatever you want to do, whether it's lose weight, gain lean muscle, you know, have better flexibility, whatever it is, even if it's just to get better at your job or perform there, start doing things now to set yourself up for success. When, you know, you want to accomplish this goal, you got to put together a game plan and an action plan of what's going to get you there. Put together the action plan, start incorporating some of those things so you guys start getting ahead. It's really, really all about you guys 100%. And your health is number one, right? And it should be number one. And this is something that will really motivate you too as well. If you feel good, 
like healthy wise, you feel good energy, you're actually going to perform better and be more productive and be more motivated. So at that point, make sure you guys are getting your blood work checked, your hormones dialed in, you know, you're feeling better. And like I said, you know, New Year's resolutions this year, more people than ever should be able to hit their weight loss resolution goal because semi-glutide's here, terizepatide is here. They've got new medications that are coming out that are changing the game for weight loss for anybody out there that really needs it, right? Or wants it at that point because it's at their fingertips. And this is something that, you know, before we'd have weight loss therapies that would help expedite results, but, you know, training, nutrition, sleep, and all these things go along with that. With some of these different medications and therapies they have now for weight loss, it really doesn't matter what you do, but you know, you don't want to be like that either. So when you are taking some of these medications, start making a change for your lifestyle and start making a healthy change and start incorporating some good habits and get rid of negative habits. That's just my rant on that. So, all right. So big shout out. All right. Next. What you got? I was going to say, a lot of people watching. How many comments? That's okay. A lot of people watching. Any comments? Please shoot out some questions, whether it's therapies, what are you trying to achieve? What are your guys' New Year's resolutions? What are some of your common ones? Are they weight loss? Are they gaining lean muscle mass? Or is it do better at your job or better your relationship? Please just shoot it out to me so we can talk about it. Let's talk about the next one, though. So, late night eating is linked to higher cardiovascular disease risk. Study suggests. So, this study was kind of crazy. It was, um, it was studying people and basically at that point, cardiovascular disease and them eating at night. And basically like eating at night, you know, obviously we know eating at night is usually a bad thing, especially, you know, if you're sitting a whole bunch of carbs or, you know, sugars and, you know, you're eating all this candy before bed. This is obviously bad for you, right? Um, now, drinking some protein, you know, eating some protein, you know, while you're sleeping, I don't think that's such a bad thing. But you know, with this, you know, cardiovascular de- disease is the leading reason for disease and death worldwide. Um, dietary patterns contribute significantly to cardiovascular risk, with almost 8 million deaths from cardiovascular disease being linked to faulty diet. In recent years, many parts of society have become less focused on traditional meal times, and diets have become more commonplace, meaning the meal, th- meal timings are often irregular. So this is crazy. So 8 million deaths just from cardiovascular disease, and this is linked to diets. And we have to say, well, this makes you know a little bit of common sense because, you know, at this point, more people are obese and overweight than ever. So more people that are obese and overweight are more likely to have cardiovascular disease, which then puts them at a higher risk of death, right? And this is not not something to laugh about. It's it's something that's very serious and that's going on, and the number just keeps rising. So, you know, however, the link between cardiovascular health and eating fasting cycles is part of an important new field of chrononutrition that seeks eluded, eluded, <laughs> excuse me, elucid the network of connections between meal times and health. So, you know, with this, you know, they were they were breaking down meals like breakfast, you know, dinners, lunches, and stuff like that. And obviously, research has shown breakfast is essential to maintain normal metabolism and cardiovascular health. The later the night, the later the night, the later in the night the meals are, uh, the more it promotes different things like abnormal lipid profiles, obesity. Um, and women, it also leads to metabolic syndrome. However, this is considerably confusing over what time identifies each meal and what defines late night eating because different meal times for different people on different schedules. Some people work night shifts where they're reversed in their, their, their time clock. So I guess it's really where you are, you know, where you're basically at in your, your time of day, I guess, right? 
And time-restricted eating too could be a method to improving cardiovascular health. So fasting, you know, this is time-restricted meal planning. Um, at that point, you know, we want to look at this and we want to look at, you know, can we stop eating so much at night? Yes, you can. How can you do that? Now, there is a couple different methods that you can do, whether it's you're starting to train yourself to fast at night and you're starting to fast at a certain time. Some people stop at 6 p.m. at night and they won't eat any carbs or any, any other foods past 6 p.m. Um, they get in all their meals in the beginning. You could possibly try that. Different people, different things work. So I don't think, you know, like I said, this study doesn't say you have to eat this time, you're this weight, um, this BMI. It doesn't have a particular breakdown specific for each person because I think a lot of people are different in that, that way. So at that point, don't eat at night. Eat during the day. Eat in the morning. Utilize and burn those calories that you're intaking so they're not getting stored too as well. Um, so that's it. I'm, I'm not really going to go into this, but I mean, there was there was a lot of different information from, you know, maximum benefits would appear to be when nighttime fasting periods were prolonged by advancing the time of the evening meal rather than delaying or skipping the first meal of the day. So like I said, they want you to start eating in the morning. And what they say is, so you guys understand this, is that, you know, eating in the morning starts a metabolism going right away because your, your body is supposed to be fasting, you know, through the night when it's sleeping. And, uh, you know, so when you get up in the morning, you want your body to start working immediately. So you introduce some food. Now, at that point, introduce some protein, some water. Try to stay away from glucose and all that in the morning. No, no sugars. Um, you know, just try to get some water in, get some protein in, get the body moving. And at that point, you can add a little bit of carbohydrates in because, you know, that's going to be my next topic when we talk about brain health and how much food is an important part of that. Um, so just do that. I mean, this really has for you to clean up your diet, keep the nutrition, start trying to have times where you're eating on a regular basis so your body is moving like a machine. If you have regular times where you have to get it and you have to get it in, it is what it is. But the more that you can be consistent about what you do day in and day out, the better off you're gonna be and the better results you're gonna get. And that goes with training, nutrition, sleep, everything. So the more that you can be consistent, the better off you're gonna be and that's everything in life for, for sure, 100%. Yeah, we'll call you on the Sure. Uh, does Titan provide in clomiphene along with testosterone? I would imagine they're saying. So yes, yes, yes. Titan provides in clomiphene. Um, we're also going to have compounded HCG for patients again. So at that point, you guys will be good to go. Um, you know, and add back therapy wise, we're going to be there for you guys. We're going to have different things, but in clomiphene is one thing. We'll have kispeptin again. We'll have HCG that's compounded again. So there will be vast amounts of options for you guys again. Thank goodness that some of these pharmacies are doing what they're going to do because at that point they are helping the patients get some of these medications that some pharmacies will not produce. Okay. So, um, we got another one on TikTok. I'm 40 and I weigh 260 pounds. Should be around 200. Everything hurts these days. Got any suggestions? All right. So obviously, listen, if you're 40 years old and you're 260 pounds, you didn't put your height on here. Let me know what your height is. But if you say that you need to be around 200 pounds, then I would probably put your height around 5'11", 6 foot. Usually that's the BMI scale of what, 200, 205, like right in there. Maybe 180. I mean, it just depends. I, I'm trying to think what that scale says. Um, it's been a long time since I looked at the BMI because I don't like it. I don't trust it. But um, I think BMI is between 5'11", 6 foot, between 180 to 200 pounds. Can you pull it up? Yeah, if you can, please. I got it. We'll just look at it so we can be precise on it. But, you know, everything's hurting, right? And 
this could be from a number of different things. Now you're putting more stress on the body because you have a lot of weight on you. You know, this can make things hurt. You put more stress on areas, joint areas, back, um, hips, knees. So at that point, the, the biggest thing I would say is, is that we want to lose this weight. We want to get this off. If you're saying you need to be around 200 pounds, we got to lose 60 pounds. And that's not, you know, an easy task, but it's something that we can relatively do very simply and easy. So six foot healthy weight, we're going to look around 100 What's, what, how tall is he? So, I, I don't know, but I, I would just say a regular six-foot person. Okay, so how much does he weigh? Uh, 160 pounds. That's right here. Yeah, so you're over, what, you're in, are you underweight. still in the green? Whoa, underweight. Yeah, he's only 165, 60? No, he's 260. Oh, 260. Oh, so he's off the charts. Oh, yeah, you're off the charts. And I don't know, he could be taller. He could be taller. I don't know, but him saying that he needs to be around 200 pounds, yeah, that's you know, that's, that might put you, healthy-wise, you'd have to be 6'4". Six four. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like right now, I fluctuate between two hundred five and two ten, and I'm six foot. So what would that put me? I would be morbidly obese. Yeah, it doesn't account for muscle. <laughs> I used to be. I used to have to get taped. Yeah. In the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have more muscle. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's the other way you can do it. You can do it by you can do it by tape. Um, there's other ways you can do it too as well. DEXA scan can do it. They also do it by. Um, they have a water DEXA, which will put you in know, water and, and it weighs you, and that one's pretty accurate. That's definitely the way to do. But if you if we're saying that, listen, you're 60 pounds overweight, we need to start doing some weight loss. And at that point, what I would do is is look at semi-glutide, terzepatide, and, and you, you should be able to lose a good amount of that weight pretty quick. Maybe in a year, you know, and you're saying, well, a year, that's that could be a long time. But really, it's not. I mean, if you lose, you know, let's say, what, I don't know, was it three pounds, four, uh, five pounds every month, five pounds. And that's a pretty easy goal to obtain. So you probably lose it a lot more faster, to be honest with you. The good part about losing it over time, though, is elasticity of skin might reflect where if you lose it real, real quick and real, real fast, and so you lose 60 pounds in under three months, you're probably gonna have a lot of loose skin. 5'11". 5'11", so that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So if you're 5'11", you need to be, I mean, with muscle, you could be around 200 pounds. But 5'11 to a BMI chart, you need to be what 160, 175 is what it says. If you're at 200 pounds at 511, you're going to be overweight. But like I said, don't let's not count that because if it's all muscle or you're a good amount of muscle, then you're not going to be overweight or unhealthy, right? Or obese. Like it's just crazy. That's where this this doesn't really tell a true tale by just numbers. You have to look at the person and see what's going on muscle-wise too as well. Fat mass, fat-free mass, those two different things. Eric Navarro in the house. What up? How you doing, brother? I hope all is well. Be seeing you on the 29th, brother, down here for New Year's. Going to get it in for sure. It's going to be awesome. All right. Uh, can you stack this with test trend? Uh, I'm sure you could. Uh, Queen Red Babe, how you doing? I hope all is well. Hawk Squad in the house, I hope all is well. Shanghai like said, also, willpower is huge during the holidays. Maybe have a cheat meal or a cheat day, but not a cheat week. Absolutely, you guys do not want to do that. Don't regress during the holidays. Take this time. Yes, you can You can have and indulge in some different things, but don't go overboard. Don't say, oh, I'm just going to forget about what I've been doing for right now, You know, just so I can indulge. Don't do that. Because you're just going to put yourself behind. You're going to be kicking yourself in the butt. Like, why did I do that? What did that question say? All right. How long do items like glutathione last in vials? Mean how long until I throw out and renew up? So, I mean, 
usually like what six months is what they give on BUD dates on, on most of the, the therapies and stuff like that. You know, I know after some they say after you you know you know pop the top on twenty eight days is good for. That's not true. Um, you know, that's what it has to be put on by law. But at that point, you know, I would say six months. You know, might have a little bit more time if they're stored away, not not popped and stuff like that. You know, but they should last. I mean, even if it was over six months, concentration's not really going to go down. But that's what we usually say. Um, been taking TRT for two years. Alternatives to get off. So if you're wanting to get off from TRT, HRT, and my first question is why, right? Is there things going wrong? You know, it could be financial maybe. I, I don't know. But, you know, these, these, these things, if you want to get off, there is ways to get off. So you could do enclomiphene with uh, an astrazole to get off, but you're going to have to take that, you know, ongoing if you really want to keep your levels to where they're at. Because you could get off, in theory, and try to reboot your system, right? And and hopefully it'll come back. It They usually never come back number-wise as good as it was before. So, you know, when you've been on TRT for two years, you've been consistent. And at that point, you know, coming off, you'd have to bridge it. So, and clomiphene um, with an astrazole, which are AI, or ATG possibly with an astrazole, um, those are probably going to be your best bets to, to trying to get off to bridge over and back to a natural status. Um, so those are going to be your way to go for sure, 100%. Okay. Got the follower. All right. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Guys, if you guys can share this with everybody, you know, share the lives. I know on TikTok you can press share at the bottom, you know, tag some people and some of these different things. I asked because my fault, but I got an arm infection, not fun. Cut and drain open wound care three months. Wow. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, it was for glutathione. Oh, How long is it good for before you throw out a vial? Yeah. Now, with this, all right, you got to make sure you do two things when you're doing stuff like that. It's not That is not fun. I definitely understand that. It's not fun. Um, the first one is is that you want to make sure that you're cleaning the site properly. Um, you know, And that's going from a small circle and then going out and making a big circle, not wiping across because you're just wiping it back and forth. The next thing, clean the top of the bottle. That's the other thing. Um, and making sure because yeah, that's not fun. It's not fun at all. And you know, I, we don't have too many patients that have went through this, but it can definitely happen. And you don't want this to happen for sure. All right, um, surgeon said, "What do you say, surgeon?" Right first, yeah, reason getting off trouble having a baby. All right, so we I don't know who you're going to for therapies. If you're going to us or somebody else, if you're going to us, you, you probably wouldn't have this issue. All our patients that are trying to have babies. We never make them get off hormone replacement therapy. And a lot of the people that are, have problems having babies with TRT is because they're just on TRT. Their gonads are going through uh, atrophy, so their testicles are shrinking and they're turned off. They're not producing enough semen and they're not able to get their partner pregnant. If you are on HRT properly and you have balanced levels all the way around and add back therapy, so it means testosterone's right, estrogen's right, plus you have add back support for the testicles to make sure that they don't stop working. That means semen production doesn't stop working. Natural levels don't start, you know, it starts, you know, nothing stop, stops basically. So at that point, you're going to be good to go. And the reason we do this is because one, if you get off TRT or HRT, your levels are going to drop unless you take enclomiphene or whatever it may be. And you can do that. You could do that. And it will raise semen production and help you with their levels. And it could help, you know, as far as pregnancy wise, but the reason we keep them on TRT is because they still have the drive and want to have the sexual relations when 
people get off of TRT and HRT sometimes, they lose some of that, right, in the interim. So this will keep them shooting and then have a lot more to go with the shot, if that makes any sense. So that's kind of where our, our, um, our things are at, right? Uh, Canlin said, surgeon said I hit a vein and triceps, then softball-sized hematoma got infected. Okay, all right. So, you know, in the triceps, you were shooting glutathione in the triceps? Oh, man, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't shoot glutathione in the triceps, per se. I would definitely shoot in the delt. Um, the delt's going to be pretty good as far as that goes, and, you know, hopefully you won't have that. No problem. Five alcohol swaps and swipes and bottle. Yeah, hit a vein. Wow. So, I mean, I guess that could happen. I don't, like I said, I haven't had that happen to too many patients here. Um, you know, I don't really reckon, I don't really remember any patients right off the bat um, that have had something like this happen. Um, I've definitely had a hematoma in my arm, you know, from shooting something and at that point, um, having to drain it and stuff like that. So, I definitely know personally how it is. Um, you know, it's something you don't want. And um, at that point, hopefully, it never happens again. Just do your proper cleaning, um, sanitary things as far as the injections and, um, you know, your shots of where you're injecting at, right? If you're going straight in usually. And if you, did you do it with an insulin needle? That's the other thing. I would do it with a, the 30-gauge or a 31-gauge half-inch needle that we use. Um, usually you wouldn't hit a vein or even if you did it, it wouldn't cause hopefully hematoma like this maybe did to you. But I don't know. Maybe you did. Um, I, I don't want to assume or guess or anything like that, so... Shaped by Sarah in the house, William Will Miller Realtor. What's up, Cutthroat, Jigsaw, Moton, Moto Nick. What's going on? Sean Purcell said it only takes one sperm. Why stop HRT ever? This is so true, um, especially when you're doing it right and you're not when you're not doing it right or you're getting prescribed wrong and you don't know that, right? Most people are like I don't know. I'm just doing what the doctor told me. This can happen and have problems as far as you know your semen production getting cut down. And not be able to, you know, have enough to go in. Always, too. Always have your partner get checked, too, as well. Because there's people out there that think that it's just them. And it might not be them. It might be the partner. Or it could be both parties. So, you know, this is something that, you know, if you're a guy, you can do a sperm analysis. And you can check right away if you're good. The mobility of the sperm. The volume of the sperm. All that stuff. Um, and girls can get checked out, too, as well. But it is what it is. I use brand new insulin needles every time. Totally not using my trials. Yeah, don't use trials no more. And I'm glad you're using insulin needles because it'd be a lot, lot easier for that. All right. Woo! Yeah, definitely not the tricep delts for sure. Um, you know, I would definitely do that. Definitely not the triceps. Learning moment. Yep, a learning moment for sure. And listen, I, I shoot. You know, um, I shoot Hercules in my triceps. So I'm not saying I don't shoot my triceps, but uh, it's. I've got a couple spots where I know I'm going to be good at and have no issues as far as um, what, what went on there. Uh, what's going on? Victoria Bombshell in the house. What's going on? Hunter Chitwood, what's going on? C. Ange, what's going on? How you guys doing? All right. So we talked about MK677 Therapy of the Week, the oral GHRH therapy. Um, you guys can get all you guys have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork, see our medical provider via video conference, and you guys can get it ordered to your doorstep and a number of other different therapies that we offer here at Type Medical Center. All right, so let's get into our, our last topic of the day, and i got to get going here because we have our Type Medical Center Christmas party going on, and i got to get ready for that. All right, so the next one is 11 foods experts say can boost your brain health and help ward off dementia. So this is pretty cool. Listen, every single day, and especially for these Titan Talks, I look for information that, one, is going to be really, really good information for not just me, 
but for you guys and something that can hopefully educate you guys or be a you know be a, a good source of uh you know something that you've learned viable source of education or information that you learned in one day right and very simple so let's talk about this this is really cool because brain health is just as important as physical health okay if you have a physically healthy body and let's say you get dementia it's not going to do you any good because you ain't going to know nobody or know where the hell you're at so at this point let's talk about this so it's been scientifically proven that the diet can influence brain health right you are what you eat that that that's one of those old sayings that is true 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 so the brain represents two percent of the toll of our, our body weight right but when it it consumes 20 percent of all our calories that we intake think about that the brain two percent of our total body weight and 20 percent of our calories man it's taking a pretty big cut the brain uses more calories than any other organ in our body that's pretty crazy so what you eat really determines on what you're going to be feeling and how you're going to be feeling the thinking process and all these different things and you know we want to talk about proper nutrition and foundation and that's not just for building the muscle but for brain power too as well and you know just as our bodies we care for our bodies through exercise and balanced diet nurturing our brains through the right foods is essential for a vibrant and youthful mind so at that point we want to really look at some of these different things you know what we can be eating for our body to really really help it um and when we start going into these different things, let's talk about some of these different things we talk about. We talk about broccoli. Uh, we're talking about avocados. Uh, we're talking about, you know, different things as far as, um, what are we doing? Broccoli, blueberries, that's another one. Eggs, that's another one that I eat every single day. Fatty fish, fermented fish, turmeric, tuna, leafy greens. I already said fatty fish. Uh, what do we got? Ginger. I don't take this one. Jingo, Jingo Bilbo Jingo is known as enhanced memory and cognitive function. It's believed to improve blood flow to the brain, protect brain cells from oxidative damage. That's pretty cool. Fermented foods. Um, this is something that I don't really get into, but kombucha. I know a lot of the girls in the office. Some yogurts are beneficial for this too as well. Um, you know, you want to give yourself, your body, different things that it's going to help it, protect it, and, and help it maintain the processes that it's supposed to be doing optimal so these are just some of the foods there's 11 different foods here and at that point you guys can start researching these different things for yourself eat for yourself eat to perform better eat to feel better that's really what it's all about and uh, i think if you guys do that you guys will obviously get good weight loss results too as well if you're eating properly you guys will be sleeping better you guys will be feeling better and that'll just be overall better for you in the long run so do what you can for sure, 100%. Uh, do we have any other questions on here? Yeah. Any antibiotics against peptides with resulting welts? CJC IPA. All right. So, yes, this could happen, Shauna. Shauna, you always got these great, great little comments. All right. So, any antibodies against peptides with, result, with resulting welts? So, this is true. So some peptides, your body can produce antibodies. And when these antibodies happen, what happens is your body has an allergic reaction and this could be welts. This could be common for some people out there um, when doing the injections. They could have itchy to red sites. They could have welts that result in it. Um, different things can happen. And this can happen not the first time it can happen, the second or third time per se, but usually it does happen the first time. If somebody usually does have these antibodies, it usually happens the first time and they usually get some sort of allergic reaction. With CJC IPA, IPA um, you know, it can be with any injection, really, subcutaneous. 
Um, but some of these peptides like CJC or Ipromelin, um, AOD, I, I think could do it for some people out there. So it's just something to look at. Semarolin's the exact same way. So it can be minor, you know, as, as long as you can deal with it and not have a problem with it. But if some people, they get really bad welts and stuff like that, then this might not be, or those might not be the therapies for them to be able to utilize. And Merry Christmas to you too. And Merry Christmas to everybody else out there. I hope everybody's going to have a great Christmas uh, with their family, friends, their loved ones. All right, so Insane Scorpion said, I'm doing the TRT, tight and strong and tight and complete. Feeling amazing. Thank you guys so much for all the help with all my therapies and the questions that I always have. Great staff. Thank you, Insane Scorpion. That means a lot, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad you're feeling good, dude. That's what it's all about. We're here to help you guys feel better, look better, and perform better, and to answer your questions, and to be here if you're not feeling good or something's going on or you want to talk to us about something, that is what we're here for. We're here for your support. Uh, we're here to get you to where you want to go and to make sure that you're happy and healthy doing it, right? So thank you so much. This means a lot to me when people come on here and talk about their experiences, talk about some of the different therapies that they've been utilizing or that they are using. So thank you so much. Uh, Fit Haas Coach, what's going on? Sean Purcell. Glucose control, less fat on body, less inflammation, less vascular damage contributing to microvascular dementia and brain changes. So true. So Shauna with the great information again. Um, glucose control, sugar control, if you guys don't know what glucose is. This is key. Um, you want to lower your glucose level in your body. and You want to make sure that you're monitoring glucose levels in the body because sugar and high sugar levels and high glucose levels can be detrimental to your health in so many different ways um, it, over time, right? It's not necessarily the one time where you go binge on a whole bunch of chocolate that you're just going to break down that day. But as you keep doing it or keep binging on sweets or have high glucose levels, this is where it's going to help with cellular deterioration, so breaking down the body, deteriorating, vascular damage like she was talking about. And this does all types of different things to the brain. And inflammation is one of the other things that goes so negative against the body and can hurt the body over time if inflammation keeps up. So this is where dementia comes in, brain change can come in. Um, you know, when we talk about high glucose levels, insulin resistance, you know, so this is something to really look at. And glucose is something that we all need to look at, especially as, a, as us as Americans, because it's in everything that you guys are intaking out there. I mean, I look on the back of everything that's out there that my son wants to get, that Sharice wants to get, that I'm gonna I'm gonna intake, and majority of the stuff I don't even intake because I'll look at it. I'm like, man, it's either high fructose corn syrup, and now the companies they've gotten smart because everybody knows that that's not good for them, and then corn syrup, right? Uh, and then another kind of syrup. I mean, just it's crazy. Or then you have to deal with. Uh, sugar substitutes that are in my opinion can be just as bad for you or cause some of these other health issues so at that point you just got to stay away from it it's okay to have some sugar i guess in some things but you really have to limit it and you have to watch it because it's in everything and we got to remember carbohydrates all these different things possibly this could turn into glucose too as well and you don't want that right even eating fruit it's all about balance and not going extreme in some of these cases or down some of those roads up here. Up. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, to the best in the business happy healthy and safe New Year thank you so much Canlin so happy ha Merry Christmas happy New Year's to you guys I appreciate all you guys 
Um, especially our patients out there. Thank you guys for so much support, man, through the years. It means so much to me, and that's why I do these shows. Um, that's why I want to be a part of everything. I want to be right there with you guys, helping you guys, make sure you guys get what you guys need to do and get what you need to get. Um, just got my test. My folic acid is low, like dangerously. I'm pills now. Okay. So I'm the muscle extra. So just got your test. Thank goodness for that. You're getting going on that. Folic acid. If you need folic acid, we do have an injectable folic acid that we can get you. Um, hopefully the pills will work. You know, as far as oral for folic acid, I, I see a lot of people take them and it usually works pretty good. I don't really like oral things, but listen, if it's easier to do that than to do an injection, I totally understand that, right? But just let's check this and make sure. So let's follow up with the blood test. Make sure, listen, the test's working properly where it needs to. Folic acid's up. You're on your way to being healthier, happier, and, and optimal, okay? Um, seems after two days off, especially antibodies. Yeah, this is true. It seems after two days off, especially with Yep, I mean, listen, I, I've seen it one day off. I've seen it the same day. So you really got to watch some of these different things. And people just need to, to let us know, like, you know, if this is happening, then we need to start looking at some different things. Oh, all right. Got my blood work back. Male, 44, great shape. Test was four, or excuse me, 540. But free test was only 3.5 or something. By ha by having having reservations about going on the HRT, what are other options? All right. So there are other options. Now, 44, you're in great shape shape excuse me 540 test 3.5 as far as you're free so we need to look at some different things now you know these different things you'll still have to take to keep your levels up high so if you go on clomiphene acg kispeptin these will and i would and if it was the two i would recommend would be glutathione excuse me in clomiphene or hcg and i would recommend those the most by doing that, you will raise those levels up, and all the levels should raise, total testosterone and free testosterone. But at 44, you're gonna have to stay on something consistently to keep those levels up. That's, you know, at, at your age, this may be, and listen, I would go, and if you don't wanna do it, do the enclomiphene, do the ACG for a while, see how it's going. But, you know, I would start really starting to think uh, about possibly, you know, getting on the bandwagon with HRT or TRT. <clears throat> the reason I said is because it's only going to go downhill from here. There's nothing that's going to recharge your levels. Um, there's things that go get your levels up while you're on it, but when you come off, it's going to be the same thing. So why not get the best, right? Why not be the best? And that's kind of where HRT, TRT will come into play. But the next question is, is when do the 540 come and the 3.5? Was it AM testing? So did you take your blood test at 8 o'clock in the morning or did you take it in the late afternoon? The reason I ask you that is because usually providers and stuff like that want to get AM tests in the morning. And there's nothing wrong with that. But usually the more telltale numbers come in the afternoon because levels start going down, down, down. And that's why a lot of people, you know, they can start off the day okay. But then when they get home at night after that long day of work or stress or whatever it is, their levels are pretty low or lower. And at that point, they want to take a nap and go to sleep. So this is something to look at to make sure. Most report went on it. So Candlet, was it in clomiphene or clomiphene? Yeah, yeah. Because he said clomiphene is dangerous for me. It need anger management and emotional support went on it. So two things, clomiphene or in clomiphene. And in clomiphene... Same molecular structure almost to clomiphene, but not the same. 
So when I took clomiphene, definitely negative, negative thoughts. I got the side effects, bad business. I'll never take it again. But I take in clomiphene now. Awesome with my ABAC therapy. Little capsule, it's great. I might take start taking some ATG and switch it off every month when the compounded version comes back next month. But uh, at this point, I take in clomiphene. I've been taking it for at least a year and a half. Um, works very well without the negative side effects. And trust me, I know this that happens to a lot of people on clomiphene. But in clomiphene, usually, I mean, all our patients right now, there's no problems with that at all. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, it, it sounds the same, same family, but not the same molecular structure. Just joined. My Tesla was 470 at AM. Doc said I'm fine. You're not fine. Do you feel fine? That's the next question. And probably not. And the doctor that primary care is going to say you're fine. And let's let's talk about this. And he said, no, I don't feel fine. Exactly. You went into him because you probably didn't feel too good. Low energy levels. You could have depression possibly. You could have you know erectile issues or low libido function. You'd be gaining body weight or having fat deposits on the body you've never had before. And you're like, what the hell is going on? I'm going to the doctor. Doc, I don't feel too good. All right, let's test your test levels. So you test your test levels. You come back at a 470 in the a.m. In the a.m. And like I was just saying this before, in the afternoon, you'll come back even lower. I'll put a bet on it. But at this point, when they look at that level, a primary care physician, the level of testosterone for a total, like let's say through LabCorp, is 296 to 964. Excuse me, 264 to 916. And at that point, when you go in there, that's a big range, right? Well, if you come back at 270, 280, you're fine. You have normal test levels. Your test level's fine. So when they see 470, like, oh, your test level is just fine, man. You got like two over from the bottom. You're good. They look at that range. But you want to be at like eight or 900. You want to be at the optimal range, right? Because that is where your body's going to work optimally. When you're younger, that's where those levels are at. And that's where you probably when you looked your best, you felt your best. That was in the best times you had. So that's where you want to get it back to. That's where we can help you get it back to because – Listen, if you go through primary cares and go through insurance, they have restrictions, things that you have to hit, you know, for you to even get prescribed testosterone. And then you're going to need the aromatized inhibitor to make sure you don't get gynecomastia, you don't have irritability, you no know, water retention, add back therapy so your testicles don't shrink, your, your semen production doesn't go down. I mean, so you want people that know what they're doing, messing with your body, especially in this light, and that are going to help you out in the problem you're having. And like I said, at 470, at 8 o'clock in the morning, I know you don't feel fine. And you said, I don't. The doc says you you're, you should be fine because your levels it's normal. It's in the normal range. So that sucks, guys. So listen, we're here for you guys. Let us help you. I, Franco, my test came back at 1,500 estrogen at 10. Any suggestions on how to bring my estrogen back up? So are you taking an aromatized inhibitor, I, Franco? That would be the next question. Because um, if you have a 1,500 test level, I don't think that's natural. You must be taking some testosterone or something that's raising it up. Um, you must be taking aromatized inhibitor with, with, along with that. Yes, too much. Okay, so it really depends. So the aromatized inhibitor, now listen, I don't think 10 is the worst, right? Now, when you start looking at your reference ranges, if it was like through LabCorp, I think you're, you're fine at 10. But some people do feel a little bit too dry and achy at 10 still. And you probably want to go like 20. So you might just want to cut back the aromatized inhibitor just a little bit. And then retest. You have to be consistent on what you're doing as far as taking the medications and blood testing so you get a, a, a right result, right? Uh, a specific, a detailed 
um, right on result and not a guesstimate or a round. Because then you're just going to start playing Frankenstein and your level's going to be going up and down and up and down and so is your mood and all these different things. Um, I do have lung cancer stage 3. My eyes are puffy. Is it the immunotherapy? It ain't immunotherapy with us because we don't have any patients that have lung cancer stage 3 that are patients. Sorry, guys. We wouldn't treat that. <laughs> so I know you're not a patient with us, Steve. Um, What's he asking? Is it the amino acid ther- amino therapy? Is it causing lung cancer? No. Nah, man. This is, this is definitely not us. So. What are you asking, guy? Yeah, for sure. I it just It's kind of weird. Big shout. George Hanna, what's going on? So if you guys get our amino acid therapies, our awesome guys at First Choice, help us out with that. It's awesome. Um, Hilda Dia, what's going on? Jay Riggs, never some M- Tested, fasted, and two days no working out. All right, so AM. That's what I thought. So I remember I was telling you, I knew it was AM. And no working out, you know, as far as that mess with your test levels, I don't think that's really going to mess with your test levels. That would more work with uh, kidneys, you know, liver maybe, stuff like that. But it should be good. Seth Jordan, big shout out. I hope all is well. The Artist of Nails, what's going on? Um, Strength Ads, what's going on? Tito's Fire, what's going on? Everson, thanks for the advice. I'll call and figure it out with the Titan team. Definitely. Call, text us. We'll make sure we take care of you. And Clomiphen or Clomiphen will both make you moody. I don't think that. Seth, honestly, I mean, listen, the reason usually those medications make people moody and testosterone too as well is that usually their estrogen range are out of whack. Now, in clomiphene and clomid usually have a lower aromatase rate than testosterone or even HCG. Like, so when I was taking it, I played with it and, you know, I took in clomiphene by itself. I took clomid by itself, stayed off testosterone and then seen how my estrogen was was going to spike. So, you know, different people are different, right? So some people aromatize a lot timber than I would possibly. So I can't say it for everybody, but majority of people that do have issues with mood, uh, irritable, uh, being short, fused, irritable, and all that, usually it's an estrogen problem and not uh, a medication problem. Now, the one thing I did, like I said, with Onclomid, that I don't get Onclomiphene, and was specifically with Clomid, was the dark thoughts. I didn't like that. I never had dark thoughts my whole life. And when I started taking it, and I didn't even realize it until I really did start realizing, I'm like, oh my God, like what is going on? I'm, I'm stopping this medication immediately. So, and when I stopped, probably about a week or two later, I was good to go. Um, thank God. So it's a common side effect. I, I know with some of these different things as far as dark thoughts, um, but in clomiphene, I, I, none of our patients have had that and I haven't had that. So it's been a lot better experience as far as that goes. Isambasio, what's going on? Two Live, Eddie Revis, what's going on? Jay Marty, what's going on? Azotrome, first of all, we get the moody sides from a clomiphene. So maybe some people do, I don't know, but like I said, I would I would attribute that to probably estrogen levels and aromatizing to that, because a lot of people that do take that, they don't take a aromatized inhibitor. Country Hustler, what's going on? I hope all is well. Yeah, man, I'm loving it. Thank you guys for all joining in. I really appreciate it. Um, if you guys got any questions, shoot them out to me. Lawrence, Big Lawrence, what's going on, brother? I just seen him a little bit ago. Hope all is well. Um, I hope the, the appointment went good. I know he went in for a peptide appointment today for BPC-157 and stuff like that. So definitely going to get Lawrence feeling good. He's defying age two. I don't even want to say how old he is. He's in his 50s, right, and killing it. So you guys will probably be hearing from a testimonial from Lawrence, and you won't believe his age either. I never do. When I see this guy, he looks young as hell. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
heart. It is, man. Young at heart, young in the body. I just, I love it all the way around. He told me why he was getting his, yeah, I was snowboarding, I was wakeboarding, I was all kinds of like, yeah, this guy's active. He's man. very active. Very active. Lawrence definitely does a lot of different things. Victoria Bombshell, hey, hey, y'all, happy holidays. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, so, Jordan, do you think it's something you could take long-term versus testosterone? So I do. I, I, I absolutely do. I think enclomiphene can be used for long, extended periods of time. Um, I know it's not like clomid's not supposed to be like that, but I, I think enclomiphene you could. Now, how long it's going to stay up level-wise, I don't know. Um, I think that, you know, I've seen people on it for more than a year, and their levels stay 700 or so just from that. Uh, and that's at 25 milligrams to 50 milligrams of enclomiphene daily. So that was the way that they kept their levels up. Some people that we have on ABAC therapy, we don't make them take it every day. It'd be like an every other day type thing just to, you know, for ABAC therapy, make sure their testicles don't shrink. Um, but, you know, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's definitely, it, it definitely works, I think, you know, for long term if you didn't want to go on testosterone. But I, I do think that. Listen, if you're going to be on that long-term, why not just go on testosterone long-term? I mean, you're just delaying what, what the inevitable is and what you should be on and what the better of the two choices is. You know, unless somebody says, oh, I don't want to stay as natural as possible. Well, I mean, I guess that's more natural, I guess. I really, is it? I, I don't I don't think it is, but some people do. And that's just uh, the way they look at things and I guess, you know, the way they perceive it and that's what they want to do and that's okay. Until they're ready, we're not forcing anybody. We don't want to force them. Make sure they have pressure. We want to help them and help them along with the journey. Victoria Bombshell, 50s is the new 30s. Absolutely, girl. And you're defying that thing, too. I I love it. I definitely love it, for sure. All right. Uh, I know when you stop taking it, your levels usually revert back to your normal levels. That's that's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to just take that ongoing, you might as well take TRT and stuff like that ongoing um, and, and get the full optimal results and feeling out of it you know but um it's like anything else if you take if you stop uh testosterone levels are going to tank if you stop enclomiphene levels are going to go back down you stop atg and you're on that and that's it levels are going to go back down so if you are down and you're as far as your hormone levels there's no recharge there's no battery uh charger that you're going to hook up to your testes and, and get recharged it's just not going to happen is it better to pin BPC close to the targeted injury to heal or belly just as effective? Definitely closer to the targeted injury. That is a site-specific injectable therapy peptide. Not healing peptide, you want it as close to the injury as possible. Not in the injury, not on the injury, not in the tendon that's hurt or anything. Closest subcutaneous without causing any pain. Okay. Um, if you have belly issues, now shooting injectably close to the belly would be okay. Let's say it's Crohn's disease. Let's say it's an ulcer, um, something of those those uh, those things. And that would probably be your best bet. All right. Very good questions, guys. Very very good questions. Um, all right. So let's talk about our poll question here. Where do you guys get your workout advice from? Ten percent said gym buddies and trainer. 22% said fitness personalities. I guess Michael Hearn, you know, people like that. 60% said fitness apps. I've seen some pretty good ones out there. 10% said fitness websites, social media. There's a lot of influencers out there trying to do this, right? And then we have 5% personal trial and error. Okay. 21% just by watching others. So what are they in the gym or maybe they're on social media again? 
Uh, 16%, I have no idea where to begin and would like some help. Wow, that's a lot of people that don't know where to start. So this is really, really good information. A majority of people are, are finding it from fitness personalities online. Second biggest, watching others. So that could be watching fitness personalities or going to the gym and watching somebody do a set and going over there and doing the exact same thing. That's okay too. I mean, listen, you can learn a lot by watching some people, but you got to watch the people that are doing it right. Because if you watch something that has really bad form and you go over there and do that really bad form, you could hurt yourself. Um, and at that point, that's not going to be good or it just turns you off to whatever exercise you're doing or even exercising altogether. A lot of people don't like to go in because they hurt themselves before or they were too sore coming back or whatever it may be. So this is really good information. Where do you guys get your information from? If you guys are on here and you guys want to share it with me, let me know. Um, where I used to get my information from was I would do just like anybody else. I think back in my day, I would go up to the biggest guy in the gym and say, hey, listen, how do I get big? How do I do this? And, you know, it was a vast number of answers. And let me just go over some of the answers through the years. Some of the answers through the years. Um, Got to train. Got to train real hard. You're going to have to get in here for at least an hour an hour per body part. And then you're going to have to go home and you're going to have to eat. You're going to have to eat like 3,000 calories at least. And you're going to have to sleep at least eight hours a day. You have to drink at least a liter of water every day or up to a gallon. I said, okay. Other people. Um, you're going to have to take this, this, and this. <laughs> you're going to have to eat, and you have to train, and you have to sleep. Okay? So I got that. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, you get some people in there that, that tell you the truth, and they'll be like, listen, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Your genetics are going to play a really, really big role in how big you can get or what you're going to be able to do. But everybody can exercise, and everybody can get in shape. So start basic, start progressing, and start getting more advanced. Start doing this by keeping track of what you're doing too as well so you can hold yourself accountable. Am I doing as many sets or as many reps as I should do? Am I doing different exercises? Am I staying here for the amount of time that I should be? And you know, for me, you know, it's advanced so much where I don't put a time on my exercising. Um, I go in there, I know what I need to hit, I have it laid out in my head, I've done it so many years. For some people though who don't know where to start, they need to write it down or they need to have it on an app. I like the apps. I've definitely seen some really good workout apps that show form. Um, they keep track of how many sets and reps you do. Very, very cool stuff. And if you need that, then get that. If not, go old school. Get a little journal book, get a pen or pencil, go in there and write the things down. Do it on your phone. There's notes, write it in there. It's real simple. You can do talk to text and you don't even gotta write anything. It'd be real simple and easy to do. But that's what I would recommend for anybody out there to do. Uh, Barbarian Hat, what's going on, brother? I hope all is well. Listen, I'm going to have uh, Art get with you, or I'm going to get with you, and we're going to do something after the first year um, so we can set up um, the interviews because I'm going to start interviewing people. You're going to be one of my first. I'm going to have on um, one of my things, so that's going to be awesome. When are we going to see some of Mike's blood tests? Ha, ha, ha. Soon. I actually, we have the blood test, and we already filmed. Yeah, we've got the whole video. We've right? got the whole video. We've got multiple blood tests. We've got his consultation with the provider. I think we're going to wait till the first of the year or till after the first really release it okay. to really blow 2024 up. It's 6.05, John. It's 6.05. All right, guys. Listen, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I got to go because the Tight Medical Center Christmas party is supposed to be happening right now, and I need to be there for that. So I appreciate all you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you guys for tuning in for Titan Talk Tuesday with me, John CO, and owner of Tight Medical Center. Um, definitely Barbarian. We are going to make it hap happen for sure. We can get a flyer made and promo start. I'll definitely, we'll get everything made up and we'll get it going for sure, 100%. All right? Hope all is well with you guys. Have a great rest of your week. I appreciate you guys. And I'll see you guys later.